Good afternoon for those of you joining us live here in Conway, and good morning, evening, or night for those of you who aren't. This is the Hendrix Heretic, and I'm your ever-faithful host, Taylor Ashman. for today we are talking about human rights and how that affects us as college students i understand that this is a sensitive topic for everybody or for some of you listening and we are going to do this with the amount of respect possible the heretic never never looks away from intentionally from topics to do there are certain things that of course we won't cover but unless or if a guest specifically asks for it we will let them talk about it as long as they treat it with respect as long as they know that it is their opinion and what they feel, and as long as they feel like they can back it up. That, that being said, if today proves sensitive to you, feel free to skip around in the episode, or if you're listening live in Conway, turn to a different station. We promise there will be nothing explicit of any explicit nature in the show. This is just a fair warning because I understand that these things can get sensitive. So that being said, live with me today in the studio is Brooklyn Ray and Sergio. Naeem, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm Brooklyn. I am a freshman at UFIS. My name is uh, Shergil, and I'm a freshman at the University of Arkansas. And for those of you who have listened to the show in the past, you've probably heard Sergio before. Very knowledgeable dude. Um, he really knows his stuff. And then Brooklyn, she's new on the show, um, but she also very well knows her stuff. Um, I actually had, I badgered these two so much to get their research done for this episode (laughs) because, well, this is, this is a pretty, I feel like at least this was a pretty important episode to have, especially in the fact that we're, we're at least in the context of the show. And as long as the show is running, we're not going to be in this exact situation again. And in the situation that we're talking about, of course, is a very divisive election where things like human rights are coming up on the ballot, where people are saying, where people are saying who you vote for almost in a way determines what you think a human life is worth and along that, yeah, for sure. along that episode. And so I, I, at least I felt like as the host that as a show that, again, strives to bring interesting stories for interesting people um that this is an important episode to have and with that i'll let you guys kind of take this away i or i'm yeah i'll let you guys take this away um i guess how do you guys want to talk about uh as undergrads or just as people how you personally view the push for human rights and equality across the board okay so First off, I think we should probably start by asking the question is why should we as undergraduate students care about this stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I know like all three of us, we're, we're freshmen. We just got out of high school. Yeah, you yeah. could 
Sorry, I don't mean to cut you. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, you could really well make the argument that we probably don't have, or we don't, we shouldn't be talking about this because a, we're not old enough, but we're we're not old enough and not experienced enough. But I also would like to argue, or I think we could also argue the exact opposite that we are kind of like the future generation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but like back to what she said that we are the future generation and then college is probably like one of the biggest life-changing experiences for like millions of Americans across the country. So, and you know, a lot of movements like the civil rights movement, um, you know, like the LGBTQ movement, a lot of like uh, movements protesting climate change, those have started or at least have been a major movement on a lot of college campuses. Mm -hmm. Never underestimate the power of college students. Literally. Literally. Yeah, Literally. I, yeah. I mean, going through, just going through AP US history, like, the amount of, I guess, not only um, just civil rights or just even just movements in general that have been spawned from campuses, like, it's it's almost astronomical. And, I mean, we even saw this um, before the uh, before the quarantine with, in COVID and all that, with uh, the stuff that was happening in Hong Kong with... Um, with their university in the city, like, there were pictures of, like, the archery team in, like, full-on motorcycle gear going to go fight the police. Yeah, I mean, it's mostly young people that are the pushers of change in the society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's definitely been, I guess, that are, that does uh, or almost foster and allow us, and even you can make the argument that just demands that as, as the people who are going to more and more determine politics more and more going to determine where the course of the nation and not only the world come from, that we should probably start voicing our opinions and formulating them and getting them out there and experiencing other people so we can get a good experience. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, it's prob it sounds like a really daunting task, but I think there are ways that you can like, start uh, going on that path. And I think... The, one of the best ways on campus, of which I know we're not on campus at the moment, but when we eventually do get to campus, yeah, one of the best ways to like defend the rights of other people and to push for human rights is to learn about other people. It's simple. like Just learn about other people through having open, on, honest conversations, especially environments like the classroom. Yeah, and, and me, and, me and you have been friends for a while. Right. Um, I guess, do you do you want to kind of talk? I don't want to speak for you on your background and stuff like that. Do you yeah. want to just... Um... Okay, yeah. Um, so, I mean, probably talking about our backgrounds would probably give us a little bit more leverage about talking yeah. these issues. Because, right. like, I know that me and Brooklyn have probably faced a lot of the same issues, like, that the, the election and just the stuff that's been going on in this decade. You know, the stuff that people are talking about, the stuff that elections are hanging on. But yeah, I'll, I'll stop talking yeah. and actually continue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, sorry, Taylor, were you gonna say something? Oh, I was just yeah. gonna say, me and you, me and you come from pretty different backgrounds. Yeah. Um, again, I'll 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 let you divulge yours as much as as much as you feel comfortable doing, and if it's not at all, perfectly okay. But I I I know both me and you come from different very different backgrounds, mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of just really, at least in my on my end, um, informative. Uh, conversations because if you if you you remember me years ago when during during the last trump election where i was i was a pretty all right dude and and to be honest like i do credit a lot of talking about the arguments of like human rights and stuff like that with you to kind of pushing me way away from the alt-right movement to almost a, to a, to basically a social democrat mm -hmm. 
um, and just expanding out my worldview and things like that. And so I just kind of offer that up as proof that these conversations are important and they can, in fact, change people's minds. Right. For sure. Okay, so as Taylor said, let's finally get to the background. I know Rip I off tend- the bandage. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think we've just been tra- beating around the bush, just you know, clarifying that everything is just an open, respectful discussion. Yeah. We're not trying to push our views onto anyone. So uh, I'm a South Asian or South Asian ancestry, specifically from Pakistan. My parents immigrated from there, and uh, I'm Muslim, uh, first generation. And uh, considering me, Taylor, and Brooklyn are from the same town, it's a small town in kind of deep in the Bible Belt, so to say. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so uh, to put it in the most mild way, it's been rough growing up here. Yeah, I know. And especially with you coming originally from California, that's probably been a... That's Very, a whole different yeah. type of change. Yeah. I've been to California, and, like, those people are incredibly open, at least in, those like... People. Those people. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk those about them people. like they're not Americans yeah. and, like, not part of the U.S. But, like, the state, the areas I have been to that have been incredibly open, so I can... Uh, open and accepting and, like, pretty multi multicultural. And so I can imagine just how much of a culture shock it was coming to Greenwood, which is yeah. a small... Like you said... You know, with, like, Greenwood of all places, it's, like... If you were not exactly like, you know, like what like people are used to, you know, people are so yeah. used to like, you know, just certain things mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, something's different. Then it's like people go. They're not used to it. Yeah. yeah. People go crazy over it. It's yeah. like they're just not used to. Okay. So I think before things. we start talking about like how people like treated us, Brooklyn, do you want to like talk about your background a little? I don't know. Like, I know it's not like quote, as quote unquote diverse as mine, but still, right. I think it's still important. I mean, I'm a female. <laughs> like, like I know like that. It sounds like so. It sounds so like lame to be like you know like oh like I'm so like know, like discriminated against yeah. because I'm female. But like it's true. You know like yeah. it's like we can't just sit here like and just pretend like these things don't happen because like they do. You know racism mm-hmm. a thing is a thing. You know. In any conversation sexism, about yeah. stuff like that, like that's all things that happen. In any conversation about diversity, we have to look at a lot of the different, like, discrimination or a lot of the different types of discrimination that um, right. go on out there. But Taylor, any thoughts? Um, I, I'm not in, I'm not all that much in a position to comment being a white, uh, white asexual male. Um, it's, I haven't, I haven't faced any much discrimination beyond the fact that when i tell people i'm child free though they think it's like oh it's just your immature thing like that that's it that is the only bit of discrimination i've ever faced and to be honest it's not even i wouldn't even count it as much Mm -hmm. um and so i i can't comment um i'm just really just here to kind of talk you guys through it just kind of or kind of be the voice for the wider audience as a right. whole. Because I, I haven't experienced the same things you have, Sergio, and I haven't experienced the same things you have, Brooklyn. And so, and I guess you could also make the argument that there are things that I have experienced that neither of you have experienced. And right. so it's just, I'm just here to kind of be a bouncing board, a audience, or not the host and kind of audience member, just just somebody to talk to i guess yeah so you're not sitting here awkwardly talking into a microphone yeah yeah uh and i guess also kind of moderating how the course of the discussion works i guess in that 
regard, do you guys want to talk about your experience with um, with various organizations to um, that promote diversity, that promote human rights, et cetera, and equality, et cetera, et cetera? Because, um, again, we all three go to very different colleges. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, well, I guess, is, is U of A and UFIS, are they technically the same college, just different times? They're in the same flagship system, but okay. they, they're kind of different. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we all, we all three go to different colleges. Um, uh, for those of you who aren't listening or who don't know what Hendrix is, uh, that's where I go, and Hendrix is a small liberal arts college um, in Conway, and every almost every single week, or even almost every single day, I, without fail, I get an email from our, our like little communications thing of like activities on campus. Almost every single day, without fail, I get something from the LGBTQ. Um, organization on campus uh wanting wanting people of every single race and creed to come and experience and find a place there the NAACP the I think it's the Civil Liberties Union uh etc etc like I I I am to to or for lack of a better word I'm inundated with these emails and messages and just all sorts of stuff of Hendrix wanting us to be involved and wanting us to be the voice that we're kind of saying young people should be on this podcast right and that's one mm-hmm. of the reasons that's what we need we need our institutions to push for change yeah yeah how have, how have you guys seen your institutions push for change and stuff like that i think well the u of a chancellor is uh i hope he is at least well according to the emails that he sends out <laughs> uh <laughs> he is very pro diversity pro you know and like anti-discrimination i don't i, don't, I think the chancellor at yeah. youth is the same sort yeah. of is yeah. it is it a male or a female i feel like it's a woman are you sure yeah like i'm actually like maybe i don't know i don't know either and i, I go know. there to be quite honest i don't really know what's going on at all because I mean, like everything's online it's yeah. like i just like show up to like do my work and i'm like you know all of our comments of being a, about being online i really hope they don't age that well yeah yeah like you know, like, by the end of the show in, in however many years, I really hope people are like, what the heck? You guys were online for college? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and But, yeah, that has definitely led to, in my opinion at least, um, I feel like it has in some ways hampered and in some ways helped um, helped uh, these kind of, or at least the these organizations that promote um, diversity, equality, et cetera, et cetera, because I, um, while it's... While it's never been easier for me to attend one of their meetings, it's it is harder in the fact that I just don't know where to go unless I know which email or which link to go down. Yeah. But yeah, online school sucks, but that's not the main topic of our conversation. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah, sorry. Right. We're, again, we're being around the bush because this is quite a sensitive topic. It's a heavy topic for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to, again, we, we've talked about our backgrounds, and we haven't really gotten deep in that, which I think we will later on in the show. Yeah. But it is important when you're having these conversations to meet with people of various different backgrounds. You can't, it's hard to talk about, say, an issue like racism with people of just one skin color, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, you need to have, like, a diversity of people there. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know, like, you, it's, you can't really 
understand an issue until you put yourself in someone else's shoes, you know? Mm -hmm. Which I know it's hard for, because uh, you can't change the color of your skin. You can't yeah. change, like, your sexuality, you know? Yeah. The only thing you can really do is just, like, listen to a person. Yeah, listen when an open Like, mind. you know, like, having those conversations are so yeah. impactful. Like, talk about the discrimination that they faced. Talk mm -hmm. about the realities of, pri of uh, privilege. I know... Mm -hmm. Some people don't like acknowledging that fact. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I guess uh, to kind of to kind of uh, go to our topic of our show today on human rights, how have you guys, over the course of your lives, how have you guys seen not only your, or at least how you feel like your rights as people progress, but also regress? Because um, I know that's definitely been a hot button issue of the, the previous, of this election cycle, mm -hmm. is that a lot of people are have already had their bodily autonomy and their arguably human rights uh, stripped away, but that it's going to expand out mm -hmm. and it's going to be more people. There have been a, like a bunch of movements that have started like with yeah. us just being in high school and in our early years of college. I mean, you have mm -hmm. black lives matter. Yeah. It's me too. What is me too about again? I'm not me too entirely sure. Do you want to talk? Sorry. Well, mm -hmm. it's more about like, just like, you know, like sexual assault, like like know, highlighting the stories of yes, victims yes, yes. of sexual assault. Yes, and rape. them telling it's giving the people a platform to like tell their story to mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, basically say, hey, this is this is a thing that happens. Yeah, and I guess this is again, this is partially due to um, misinformation by um, sources that oppose things like that. But I, I just is is me too open to all genders or is oh it, yeah, yeah yeah is it more specifically women? Well, I, it's more common yeah, for, for women, women, for sure, which is why yeah. you know most of the people most of the people that talk women, about it, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was only asking that for clarification because yeah. again, and it also does bring up the point that there is a lot of misinformation about these kind of groups out there mm -hmm. that kind of put up a straw man of like of again the Me Too movement to kind of bring it down. Yeah, I mean to be fair, all these movements are open to everybody. Like mm -hmm. yeah. for example, Black Lives Matter, like. I strongly support that movement. I would consider myself to be part of that movement. I'm not black. Yeah. And Brooklyn's not black either. You're not yeah. black, but I think we all like support that movement, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gay, but I support the right of the LG the rights of the LGBTQ community and I'm exactly. gonna fight against them being discriminated against. Yeah, yeah. I think you know? that would I think that would make you I guess I again I'm not all that well I'm not caught up on current I guess it just it seems it does seem like the definitions move at light speed and so right. i believe mm -hmm. that makes you an ally of more than yeah else. right yeah that okay taylor I, thank you for bringing that up that is a very important term that i think mm -hmm. is becoming even more important and as the, the years going <laughs> say what i said and not the bank the bank <laughs> yes the ally bank oh yeah yeah sorry i didn't know what you were talking about for right over the head yeah. there. <laughs> sorry you guys can't yeah. tell that one if you can't hear from the whoosh sound yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, let's bring it back. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, what were you talking about? What were you talking about? You were talking uh, about allyship. Being an ally yeah. to these movements. Oh my gosh, yeah. I could go on and on. I could make this entire podcast about being an let's. ally. Let's! Yeah. No, no, we need to talk well, about more it's, stuff. It's There's, important to be an ally it is to important, those movements. Yeah. I guess, sorry, yeah, I can talk about my experience. Um, yeah. I, haven't had, I haven't been terribly involved with um, on-campus... Um, I guess equality and human rights. Mostly because we haven't been on campus. Yeah. yeah, 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 and because I just again, it's it's part it's part of due to negligence on my part of just I haven't read up on Wednesday Meetum and stuff like that. Because um, during 
during at least our club orientation, um, or during our club orientation, it's I, I had to miss that due to work, and that's actually why I do miss quite a bit of the um, of the organization on campuses be, or during their meetings is because I do have to work. Right. Um, and and so, but I, I have been I have been reading up on their movements and what they represent, and it's I definitely think that just because just because you don't particularly identify with it. like i'm not gay i'm not pan bi etc etc but i definitely do identify and wholeheartedly support um the lgbtq movement because some of my best friends on this earth the people that i love dearest are gay are lesbian are bi etc etc mm-hmm. uh, and so i think that's definitely one of the that's definitely one of the the things that at least for people like me again white men who haven't or just people in general who haven't been exposed to these kind of movements who don't mm-hmm. know where to start is that you don't have to identify mm-hmm. with that group in order to support it yeah in order yeah. to support it it's i guess i guess a good i guess a good um i guess a good like compromise or i guess a comparable thing to like modern culture would be like yeah i like star wars but I've only seen the movies. That doesn't make me not a Star Wars fan because I haven't read the comics, I haven't read the books, I haven't bought the Lego sets, etc., etc. Um, and and so I guess just the the whole point is that you can be involved, you can support it, and without identifying one hundred percent with something. I think that's one of the important parts about being an ally is that you need to be cultured and educated. Yeah, it is about so your important to be educated. Different movements. I've I've learned. I will say I have learned so much from just being friends with you over these court over yeah. these last few years. Because I mean, um, I, I I do I do appreciate that you are you are willing to talk about your faith about those things that people get wrong. Like I think I remember I recommended saying like, hey, you should watch Rami on Hulu, and you gave me like a ten minute like almost lecture of like yeah this isn't representative you um, still ended up watching it though i, <laughs> I still watched it i still watched it. it was a good show but i i mean i didn't take again after having that conversation with you i was like okay this probably isn't the show it's not like the most accurate yeah. you still watched it but you were you you took it with a grain of salt yeah i, mean, I, I just yeah. took it as entertainment more yeah. than oh yeah this is like 100 percent what a muslim person in i think new york is like okay that's fair that's fair yeah yeah I mean, I can watch something and still enjoy it, and not take it seriously. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's true. And that's why people listen to this podcast. Yeah. Like, yeah. Except for today. This episode yeah, this is a serious you topic. You need to take this seriously, Yes, guys. please. Okay. Hey, I took it seriously by having you guys on. That's true. Yeah. So, I mean, talking... Taylor, don't ever do that again. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys <laughs> can't tell I did the cup in my face with my hands. Oh, that was so cringe. <laughs> There are certain things that you guys lose out on by this yeah. not being a live show. It's it's a, it's a, it's Brooklyn, a good thing. you have been relatively silent with the show. Is there anything you want to say? Or sorry, not to put you on the spot. I'm really, <laughs> like, sorry, I really don't. Yeah, Brooklyn, not to put you on the spot, but you're you on the spot right now. <laughs> uh, I guess just I guess we can we could probably bring this home. To I just feel you, like sorry. Sorry. No, no, I didn't mean no to... like, just, like, there's, like, so many, like, topics that, like, are, like, very important. It's very, like, controversial to talk about. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like, like, topics that, like, I am very passionate about, I don't, it's just so, I it's very s- controversial, and I don't yeah. want to get, like, a bunch of, I don't want to get, like, you a bunch of backlash or whatever, 
but like especially and, where we live yeah exactly yeah. you know like hey, if i get backlash it means more people listen to the show so have at it just keep it friends, <laughs> family friendly she does generate views exactly yeah. brooklyn have at it just keep it family friendly <laughs> well i mean like you know one of the you know struggles we have we are going through right now is the whole you know women's rights and everything like that and you know the the point of that is you know like women we should have control of what we want to do with our own bodies so I mean like you know why are we letting you know men tell us what to do or like try to like give us rules and stuff like that about things such as I'm just gonna say it you know like abortion you know like this just spit it out right right right. like there's no there's no no like right so I mean like we also already talked about this last week (laughs) Oh, oh really? we did? Yeah, we already we already broached that the, uh, the abortion topic last week, oh. so you're good. I need okay, to catch sweet. up on the Hendrix heritage. I know, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. That's like the only one I haven't listened to, I promise. But um, <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, the only one I've listened to is the one that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> but anyways. So I mean like this is this is a very important topic, you know, because you know, whether you whether people like it or not, you know, like abortion is going to happen one way or another, whether, you know, whether people like it or not, you know, just because, you know, like you're saying like this is wrong and stuff like that, like, like you don't have to agree with it really to be like pro-choice and like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But, like, I picked up a pen. It distracted me, but, yeah. um, you know, like I feel like being, pro-choice is more pro-life than what pro-life is you know what i'm saying because just by like eliminating something doesn't mean that it's actually gonna be like stopped you know like mm-hmm. you know people are still going to do it no matter what it's just gonna be so much more like unsafe you know like this people is can die yeah. exactly like this is not like Just people like you no know, people. It's more. It's more so coming from a place of like ignorance. I feel like yeah, you know, people like want to say like you know, like this is like this fetus like is you know a child and this is like you know a, a life that you're taking. But like, people say that. But like, what if like you care so much about the rights of this fetus, but then whenever it comes to like other things such as like LGBTQ movements and stuff like that, like they turn their heads. You know, like, they don't want, like, gay people to get married. But what if this fetus that you're caring so much about, like, their rights, what if that what if that fetus was gay? Then well, would the, you care? Yeah. That comes yeah. from, I think, a lot of the people who are most vehemently pro-life, I think they are also the kind of people to expect their children to be smaller copies of themselves. Right. That should yeah. not have their own opinions. And again, we're not trying right. to paint stereotypes here, but what from our personal experiences, this is what we've seen. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not trying to fight fire with yeah. fire here. Yeah. We're just saying it how it is, really. Or at least how we've experienced it. Or how we've experienced it, yeah. Yeah. Again, how it is for you can probably... Again, one of the things that I've realized, again, with talking to both of you, um, uh, or talking with both of you just off the show, off not relating to this thing, is that everything is relative and everything Mm -hmm. is dependent on one's own life experiences. Right. Yeah. Which is definitely... It's it's one of the weirder things to wrap your head around because everything that we've talked about... um, like women's rights, um, the Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, stuff like that, mm-hmm. like that is not applicable to a certain population of the world. Which, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, or again, because, or at least compared to Greenwood, 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, he's other... revealed our location. <laughs> our location several times okay. throughout the show. Again, yeah. compared, compared to our hometown, compared to some other colleges in the state, even across the country, um, at least in my experience, Hendrix is almost, it's not a perfect paradise, but it is almost a pretty big, all, again, not to talk too grandiose and not to, because again, there are, there are issues and there are things that we could work on, but it almost is a pretty big wonderland compared to things that I've seen at other colleges and other, um, yeah. other universities and other places in the in the U.S. for progressivism and yeah. things like. That. I think sure what Taylor's trying to say is that it's the most liberal college in Arkansas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which it does bring up the which brings up the issue or the weird paradigm that um, that it's that things like human rights and. Uh, being accepting of other people has come down to a political game. Exactly, yeah, yes. Yeah. Right this versus should, left. Literally, like, this should be something that everyone is on the same page with. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like if we look and we truly define human rights, it's just being, like, respectful for everyone. Like, every, every single person is a human being when it comes down to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, treat everyone with respect. Right. And... All three of us were talking about this before we started recording, and we actually we tried to record and we stopped because we realized that maybe some people would have taken what we said the wrong way. Mm-hmm. We were like, should we include this warning that the systems is material, or should we just go with it? Because to be frank, all three of us, none of us believe that human rights is a political issue. I human rights say didn't exist. <laughs> I, was, I was like, should you? We gotta cut right now. <laughs> cut, 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 cut the cameras. <laughs> cut the cameras. I thought you were about to say something really negative. No, 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 no. no. What I'm trying to say is that human rights is human rights. Mm-hmm. Politics is politics. Politics can influence human rights. That's what's right. going on right now. Yeah. But human rights should not be a political issue. And yeah, I think really. a lot of people yeah. don't understand that. I feel like people are, you know, like, a lot of people are, like, voting based on, like, you know, like, who supports their, like, moral values. Yeah. Isn't that what you you're know? supposed to do? Well, yes, but, I mean, like, it's more, you know, like, the more human, this human rights stuff is getting more and more involved in politics, yeah, I feel right. like, than ever. Well, a lot of my political values are based on my moral values. Right, yeah, right. It's like, yeah. again, I'm social democrat here. Hi. Uh, yeah. I, I supported Bernie. I wish he would have won. Uh, I, want, I want Bernie back. <laughs> Hendricks like that. <laughs> I want Bernie back so bad. But, um, and so, again, like, my, my belief in acceptance of pretty, or of everybody, uh, again, pretty well. There are some exceptions of very heinous criminals, obviously. Um but just trying to be as accepting as everybody as I can mm-hmm. uh, has definitely influenced my my understanding of like of a greater um, of, or bill of rights almost mm-hmm. um, that's more encompassing and pl- applicable today. And I think I think that could be what we're mistaking it is is like is we're seeing that people's morals are determining politics so much that we've almost come full circle and now right. people's politics are determining people's morals. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's a perfect way to describe it. Which yeah. is a yeah. really weird phenomenon that we've seen happen where it's like, I, I've definitely seen the thing where it's like, you can't vote for Trump if you're pro-choice or you can't vote right. for, you can't vote for Biden if you're pro-life. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, again, it's just a weird it's, it's phenomenon. Very, it's very yeah. strange. And again, relating to that Politics are just whack. Literally. Literally. Relating back to this, like, a lot of the times politicians use moral issues to, like, build up their fan base. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm going to criticize both parties right now. Yeah. But the Democrats often like to monopolize minorities in order to gain votes. Yeah. Which, like, 
I know a lot of people at Hendrix are probably Democrat, but it's the truth. As I'm, a minority. I think I have <laughs> yeah. met like, one person at Hendrix who is voting for Trump. Like, one. Right, yeah. right. But, like, again, just, like, talking, we're criticizing Democrats right now, right? Mm-hmm. And if we talk about Republicans, you know, it's also, like, appealing to a certain group of people. With, you yeah, know? those who support the nuclear family, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like, you know, people that are more uh, for, like, you know, pro-life and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, it's weird that these issues are targeted issues and that, um, or that these are targeted issues. But I mean, even if you look at the, the demographics of voting, you can see that the effects work. Yeah. It works. Right. Yeah. And again, again, targeting your, or using, uh, human rights, etc., all that fun stuff as a political weapon it's kind of one of the greatest tragedies of U.S. politics that it it works very, very well. Right. What mm-hmm. they do is that they disregard the basic humanity of the people that they're, like, using for political leverage and instead turn them into a concept. Oh, yeah, and everybody mm-hmm. does this, like, too, which yeah. is the worst part. Like, if we talk about, like transgender people right not everybody within the transgender community has the own, their own experiences right yeah but like what transgender people probably like i think some transgender people are probably at least frustrated about is that do these politicians actually care about us or are they just using us for yeah. support you know? yeah 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 and i think well, do you i mean like what's really what's really like shocking to see is, like sometimes like politicians like they will change their like like what they think about like on a certain on a certain like topic mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. once they start running for office because like that's the audience they want to like mm-hmm. you know get to but then it's like mm-hmm. didn't i like see you saying like the complete opposite mm-hmm. thing like a couple years you, ago well i guess if you're talking about that time frame of a couple years because i know some people have i think have criticized uh Kamala harris for being like in her time during i think it was the dea or something or being a uh attorney uh, prosecuting, she was very heavy on drugs or mm-hmm. drug users and very harsh on them, and now she's kind of laxed off on that. Yeah, is, are right. you are you just talking yeah. about? Are you talking about like? Are you saying like people shouldn't be well, allowed to change their mind no, over time? No, no, that's you... not what I'm saying. to me, that's how it came off. No, like I understand people are going to change their mind. You know, like the more they grow, you know, like they're develop- developing their own whatever. But like people change. Or I don't even know if, like, they still believe what they did, like, mm-hmm. but, like, they switch up on, like, what their, like, their core value was whenever, like, they start running for office or yes. something because they want the votes from those people. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, what, I think what Brooklyn is trying to say is that they outwardly changed their beliefs to gain support. Yeah. Right. You know? Like, I'm not, go- I don't like to get political. But Trump used to be very pro-choice back then. That is exactly what I'm talking about. I just didn't want to say it. That is exactly what I'm talking about. I think there's also a Trump quote talking about universal health care, though, saying he supported it, too. Right. But, like, you know, if you go back in the 90s, you can literally look this up, like, on the internet of Trump saying, I am very pro-choice. Yes. I'm quoting from him right there, right? Yes. And pretty much he only, like, did an about face in 2015 when he started running for election. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. And it's like... It's confusing to, like, what do these guys, like, really believe in? Like, do they right. actually care about their, su- exactly. their like, support base? And I'm cu- I'm criticizing both candidates here. Yeah. I'm not f- more for one than for the other, you know? Honestly, same. It's like, it's like, 
you're just like America. To... This is what we could do. <laughs> like this yeah. is the best you got. You literally, it's like, like it's like who do like who is lesser evil really? Like right. who? It's just because there's there's so many negative things about both sides. It's just you're telling me you don't want to shoot you. You're tired of choosing between old white man number one and old white man number <laughs> yes, two. Literally, that's exactly literally, what we're saying. yes. Yeah. And that's probably a topic for another day, but like still, you know. Yeah. Oh lord, let's. All right, we do. We are at our designated time break. Um, we're gonna let's go ahead and let the audience kind of digest what we've talked about for a few minutes, um, guys. We are going to a music break. You are listening to this night. Um, sorry, tripped over my words. You are listening to this live on ninety three point one KHDX. And remember, friends, enjoy the vibe.
All right, guys, we are back from our music break. Um, just to kind of recap for all of you, for all of those of you just now joining in or who have forgotten in our, or again, our music break, uh, I am here with Brooklyn and Sergio. We are talking about the push for equality, human rights, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, from our perspective and our experiences, not only as college students, but just as people in general. As human beings. Yes, yes. Yeah. we are all, at the as end of the day, beings. we are all human yeah. beings. As human beings who are entitled to rights, commonly called human rights. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> that but, is the definition, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, 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 Sergio, I know when we, were, when we were in the break, you were discussing about wanting to talk about a very near and dear topic to your heart. I guess, do you want to take it away? Yeah, sure. Uh, sorry, Taylor. I was messing with that ring thing that you had. What is that? It's a fidget toy. Okay, that's cool. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> Brooklyn, what <want> now? <laughs> All right, Sergio. Go. So, the last thing that I think we should really talk about is the importance of not being a bystander. And what I would define as being a bystander is watching someone get abused or harassed in front of you and not doing anything, and maybe even joining in. I think there there was this quote from this one person that. If you don't speak out against oppression, you are taking the side of the oppressor. Mm -hmm. So when you see, like, if we just go back to, like, say, like, bullying or something. If someone is getting bullied and you don't do anything, you are on the side of the bully. Mm -hmm. And I know we stress that a lot. You are no better than the bully. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not any better than the bully. I'm going to just talk about my personal experience here. Greeno is not very diverse, right? 99% white, mostly Protestant Christian. And uh, people don't like people that are different yep. than you, which is a natural human emotion, but Greenwood kind of takes it a little bit far, as many towns here do. Mm -hmm. And so me, uh, I don't know if y'all remember, but I'm Muslim. And when people figured out that I was Muslim, or they just assumed based off of my physical appearance that I was Muslim, uh, they would not hesitate to make jokes about me. And when I say joke, I meant like, like and like a racist joke like yeah. not like i wasn't if i'm not laughing it's not funny right mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna be completely honest here whenever somebody made fun of me for my beliefs or for my origin nobody ever defended me i mean even my like closest friends they would just stand there or even worse they would just laugh along with them i can say that for full confidence for, during my entire time my eight years living there nobody has ever defended me and everybody, like, like I know that y'all, like, probably feel bad, but, like, I'm talking to Taylor and Brooklyn right now, but, like, nobody ever did. Like, I'm just going to be completely honest, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And so I think we're better now, just being college students. I feel like that, that environment is a lot better where we don't tolerate that kind of stuff. You know, there right. are certain branches of the college that deal with, like, harassment and with, like, you know, racism and stuff i know that u of a does u of a is constantly talking about that especially mm -hmm. now in the current political climate and everything but do not be a bystander okay that is my conclusion because it is very hurtful and it makes us think or us as in like whoever is being discriminated against that we have no one and that we're we're just here to like face the like fight the battle by ourselves because whenever i was made fun of i felt and nobody defended me i felt like wow so y'all agree with whoever's making fun of me at the moment, then, huh? Yeah. I think that's the most passionate I've ever heard you speak on a topic before. Yeah. Again, I'm not a very good speaker. I'm working on that, but sometimes things just have to be said. Yeah. And 
I'm not a good speaker, then you just killed it with that <laughs> yeah, like, five-minute model? Literally. Well, I mean, I tend to ramble a lot, but... I, I, no, I don't it's, know. it's true, you know, like... Yeah. Same thing with me. You know, do you know how many get back in the kitchen jokes I have heard? Yeah, I hate that. That I is swear. so annoying. Yeah. Like, that's not even funny. Like, where does the humor in that, like... <laughs> yeah, because I like cooking. No, like, I literally do. Like, yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> but... I'm, I'm going to learn cooking. I would actually... Heck, I would... If my wife like is like a millionaire i would not hesitate to work in a kitchen okay? yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like you know that song yes i do the cooking yes i do the cleaning yes, right yes. <laughs> where are you gonna keep real sweet for eating though yeah again this is family friendly guys, but people our age like to call that a sugar mama right? <laughs> we're a family friendly show guys. again i just said that we're family friendly but that's the only part that is not family friendly so if y'all salvageable if y'all have kids listening to this just pause it at this section true deal it's already too late (laughs) right they they didn't know it was coming it's fine it's fine we we blindsided them but yeah i I completely understand with what you're saying with the bystander effect and that um that it it is very hurtful to the person who is experiencing it and that it can be super super damaging Mm -hmm. to to the person who is being discriminated against, who's being abused, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's definitely something that I think all, anybody, regardless of life circumstances, could experience at one point or another. Right. Um, I guess it's just what do you do with that realization? And, like, how do you proceed once you kind of understand what's, what's, what's what? Again, that's one of the most important parts about going to a college right one like once you get into that environment like i know for all three of us hendrix Uthis, the u of a they're a lot more diverse than greenwood yeah is, right and so we're exposed to all these people and like all three of us we're, we were kind of like we embraced liberalism by the time we graduated and stuff mm-hmm. right. but say we were all three of us were like conservative right imagine just imagine imagine i don't have to i was right but, but right, you were but, but you like... changed now imagine taylor if you hadn't changed right you wouldn't be here today well yeah because but that not that i'm saying i would have caused harm to Sergio. we just probably wouldn't have been friends right like imagine if you had that same attitude when you went to college but going oh, to a place oh, like oh, hendrix you were exposed you're going to be exposed to so many different yeah, cultures, people like d- different, different cultures, people. different people, people from various different backgrounds. That opens up your mind. It really does. And I know, like Brooklyn was complaining about her family. Is it okay if I talk about this? <laughs> not yes. to put you on the spot. Not to put you on the spot. Anything, but Brooklyn, like, your family. Oh my god. No. Because, <laughs> no. Like I'm no, just no, saying because a lot of us from this area have families that don't necessarily like agree with our moral and political views, right? right? And so what Brooklyn was talking about, like when we were doing our break, is that like some of her family have accused her of being brainwashed by her yeah. college, right? Straight up, and, think that like my college is brainwashing me, but like that's not the case. You can't be brainwashed you just, by a college whenever, if you were that way before going. I mean, like from whenever you get out of high school into college, like so much like changes like your like your thoughts on things like you know you're it all changes like it's such like we're like finding out who we are now like you know like what we believe in what we think is wrong yeah i learned i'm a really apathetic person (laughs) taylor i don't think that really helps our discussion except when it comes except when it comes to topics of again importance like today right we saved it yeah (laughs) it's fine it's fine 
but I guess I guess we, we do have to sadly start kind of drawing this to a close. And I guess just what are your personal feelings on today's climate, today's view on uh, discrimination, and just how how it's kind of affected you guys and through I guess through also your own personal run-ins with it. You either either one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think to conclude what we've been saying this entire time like get involved just i don't yeah. know care there yeah. okay i'm gonna end it at that just care about people okay mm-hmm. care about human rights mm-hmm. like what taylor like defined human rights it's the rights of people okay like yeah. the right human rights are the rights of a human being right you need to start caring about that stuff like you can't just live in your own bubble forever mm-hmm. yeah realize that you know not everyone is going to be exactly like you you know, we need to start respecting each other and, you know, just just be a good person. <laughs> like, right. just be a good Don't person. Be a jerk, guys. At, at the end of the day, just be kind and thoughtful and respectful of other people. And, and we've talked about this. People have different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And, like, what we're doing right now is an open discussion, okay? Mm-hmm. So just talking to people that are different from you is probably the number one step in becoming a better person and i think the last thing i'm going to say is that there is a sioux prayer that i learned today the sioux are a native american tribe right Mm -hmm. and one of their prayers is saying oh great spirit make me not judge a person until i have walked in their moccasins so basically don't like if you haven't been in someone else's shoes don't judge them for what they do okay yeah and I, i do think just to kind of again put my bit in in my piece um I do, I do think what you guys are saying is absolutely important. Um, it, I guess one of the one of the things that has helped me um, grow as a person and realize that things aren't as black and white, right versus left, uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, is just going out and experiencing other cultures and experiencing people who don't see the world from the same view as I do. Be mm-hmm. talking to you, Sergio, who falls into a minority category um and talking to brooklyn let's talking to brooklyn, brooklyn. yeah <laughs> i, I don't yeah. talk to brooklyn willingly she just kind of shows up in my house. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah and uh just just having different exposures and just going out and experiencing the world and that's definitely again going from my journey from an all right basically pretty who you could say borderline um you could say borderline all right uh just what? all the bad things that you proud boy i guess is the oh no the, well i mean the, like the people one that you are... want um and then going from a all out and out like bernie right. like god yes let's let's do the i'm feeling the burn all of that stuff. right it's well i mean definitely... like that's how you were raised you know yeah. no actually i was not my family's fairly centrist I just was like, I don't know how. I don't a lot know of Greenwood. Greenwood. <laughs> but but to, to hammer home my point, I, again, a lot of that transformation happened through uh, through just being exposed to other things that didn't agree with me and coming to understand why they agreed with or they didn't agree with me and why they thought the way they were. And so I guess the thing that I, I have to leave the audience with is, guys, just see the world outside of your little viewing point Mm -hmm. because there is there are seven billion almost eight billion people on this planet Mm -hmm. 
and every single one of them has a story to tell every single one of them has different life experiences and to think that you're so self-righteous and your morals are so superior that you must force them on somebody else Mm -hmm. and that they have to think the same way as you is wrong no matter which side you're on yes and and again and that does that does kind of lead into the whole bystander effect and how you can be an ally and how you can you can always learn more how you can always grow more as a person mm-hmm. um i guess we are running very short on time do you guys have any final things you want to say um be a good person <laughs> <laughs> literally just treat everyone with respect know that everyone has a, has like you said like their own story to tell mm-hmm. and you know, not everyone is going to be the exact same as you. You know, don't judge people. Just care about people. Care about each other. Yeah. All right. My friends, with that, we do have to end the show for this week. Remember, we're here every single week bringing important conversations from important people, conversations that need to happen. And remember, as long as the world is here, I'll still be here. And stay safe, my friends. It's a crazy world out there. Special thanks to KHGX for hosting the show live, Nate Poplin for the original music, and guest musicians and show favorite, Loose Ties. For more great music by Loose Ties, be sure to check them out on any and all streaming platforms, and be sure to check them out at Loose Ties Official on Instagram and Loose Ties on Facebook. Questions? Comments? Topics for future shows? Or you just simply want to be on the show? Find us out on Instagram at The Hendrix Heretic, and remember, if you missed an episode, check us out wherever you enjoy fine podcasts.